Starting up with Virtue Zone on Dubai Eye 103.8. Great to have you with us here, starting up with Virtue Zone. We do this each and every Thursday live here on Dubai I 103.8. And Denise, are alongside me as well. Busy week at Virtue Zone? Very busy. Very is, there, busy. Is, there, is there a week that is not busy at Virtue Zone? Uh, probably Eid. Eid break. Hmm. When no one's there. So, you know, the, 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 obviously we're, we're coming, we're well into December now. We're coming towards the end mm-hmm. of the year at the moment as well. A lot of people would suggest that we'd see a bit of dip off in, in, in company setup, in company creation towards the end of the year. Is that still the case? Or given how busy the city is at the moment, is it year round? I would say the year, it's year round, especially with so many tourists coming in. But it's not just business setup, tax. You know, yeah. from January 1st, tax laws are going to come in. And if you follow Virtue Zone, then you'd be updated with all the latest news um, regarding tax and accounting. So uh, it's definitely a very busy time for us and for any business owner in the country. Worry not. Virtue Zone, <laughs> whilst, um, uh, whilst, of course, um, celebrating towards the end of the year will be open for business as there have been throughout the year. So make sure you do reach out to all the team at Virtue Zone. Hashtag be your own boss. Right, today's spotlight or success spotlight. I should say, is the man with the plan, uh, the man behind one of the most popular tourist attractions here in Dubai at the moment. Uh, we're talking, of course, about Aquafun. It holds the world record for the largest inflatable water park anywhere in the world. It is a social media sensation, uh, as is he. Uh, uh, the park itself has one of 1.2 million followers on Instagram, as does he. Uh, how did it? How did he do it? How did the man become our very own Aquaman? Well, let's find out from Aquaman himself, Aquaman Ben. Sheba joins us now here live in the studio, the CEO and the founder of Aquafun. Um, Ahmed, thank you so much indeed for being with us. Great to see you. Thank you for having me here. Nice to have you on board. Genius idea. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those ones, isn't it? When you see it, when you're sat on the beach or you're sat in one of the restaurants, when you're looking out to it and you go, why didn't I think of that? I mean, where, how did you come up with the idea? It's very obvious, right? Even the band name Aquafun, it just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it just started one day I was on the beach and I heard somebody next to me. It's like, hey, I wish there's something for my kids to do in the water. And it's like, that just clicked for me. And then like 11 years later, now we're here. The biggest one in the world. Really? Yeah. Talk to me about the process. How, how, much, how many hoops did you have to jump through to convince the authorities, the powers that be, to put an inflatable water park out there? I, what do you mean you want to rent the water? <laughs> <laughs> so that was like a big hurdle to go through. Oh, yeah. How did you get that? The first year I was rejected. 617 times. That's a number I'm very proud of because I counted it because I was so obsessed with making it happen. And over the next phase of like the last decade, like the amount of things that I had to jump through, I was bankrupt once, sued 18 times. But you know, the genius thing I did was I never quit. So it, when's your book coming out? Uh, <laughs> actually, it's, it's always floating in the air. Like, <laughs> come do one. It's like I had a couple of ideas, but like later on, not yet. I think I'm just finished stretching and I'm warming up yeah. now to go bigger. Yeah. And I love that story because it, it, it rings true of so many entrepreneurs, so many yeah. startups as well, is that when you get knocked down, you just got to get back up again, yeah? That's the whole I think. But that's the issue. People think that success is a straight line and it's not. It's just like a hockey stick. Nothing, nothing for a long time, then eventually it kicks in and goes up. But most people quit too early, too fast. And for me, that was never an option. Can we talk about the hockey stick then? I mean, talk about your progress up to Aquafun itself. I mean, you've got a fated history in entertainment and leisure as well. Just give us a little potted history. Um, I I was an employee or a slave for 17, 18 years. And then I realized I'm making people so much money and I should be doing it for myself. 
And then I left a very, very big paying job. And I, for the next, I think, two years, I was making uh, less than 1% of what I was making. So it was a big humbling experience for making all that money to nothing. And everybody said to me, why are you doing this? Get a job, do this, this, this. Like, no, this will work. I see it. But that's the thing about like being an entrepreneur. Like you have this level of obsession. Mm-hmm. It's like you wear this glasses, this lens. You're the only one who sees that happening in the line. But uh, I think, again, the genius thing is I never quit. I was always never hearing people's opinions because you can't pay rent with that. Um, when, you, when, you, when you come up with a genius idea like, like Aquafun mm. uh, and when you get it up and running, I mean, t- from the off, was social media, was your social media strategy for the park, for, 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 for Aquafun, was that part of the plan? So the first 10,000 followers, I got them by being every single day on the beach with the customers and say, follow my page. And some people said, I don't have no internet. He's a hotspot. Follow me. And then from there, I realized that the best way to do is to have real people having real fun and documenting that. So I was never promoting, hey, come to the water park. I never said, come to the water park. I was always documenting people's experiences on the water park, having fun, real, real emotions, and just scaled that every single day. Every single day, I was like DMing people and like inviting people, influencers. And it was, I never paid a single influencer. For the last 11 years, we paid us not a single influencer. And we were having almost 70 to 200 influencers every single month. It was just a simple hack, treating like humans. Hey, come over. Here's a water park. The CEO, the owner is going to be with you. We're going to shoot you drones and content. And I'll be with them. For the first seven years, I was personally with every single influencer mm. from to the beach, working on them, going with them in the water park, shooting them myself, editing the videos myself in the pictures, sending them back to them the same day, following up. So it was very, very personal. I like this. I, I like this, Pilo. And I, I'd love to get your thoughts yeah. as well, Denise, on this one. Because, you know, here we are. We're talking to a man who's created this extraordinary uh, social media phenomenon in mm-hmm. so many ways and himself become a social media phenomenon as, at the same time as well. Um, but the plan is that, you know, it didn't set out to go viral. You know, yeah. it's, it's sort of that's come, that's, that's evolved. That's come almost organically yeah. as well. Is that key? He Exactly. He's doing all the right things that he needs to do because I was listening to you. So people, especially these days in the world of social media, we're, we're very media literate as mm. a society. And, and we can see through the screen if you're being genuine or not. And the simple fact that you are not selling anything. Never. And I say this a lot. It's just so much about creating a community online. And people see through and they, they can see if something is genuine. And that's exactly what you did. Yeah. We were never like, I was so obsessed with the process and the results just came in. That's amazing. Basically, yeah. I never thought about numbers or like followers. It's like, okay, reply everybody. Everybody who wants to come over, come over. And in true entrepreneur fashion, you wore different hats because I'm sure you were doing finance and admin and planning and business strategy and social media and content. Oh yeah, I drowned four drones. (laughs) <laughs> no, literally, I downed. Like I was flying, and like I've learned how to fly drones, how to shoot in the cameras, that exposure, and how to edit videos quickly and the pictures quickly, and just send it and follow up. So like it's, it's like I had to learn everything myself. I was never ashamed to actually be. And people always like getting shocked when I'm in, in the water park and do you work here? It's not no. What do you do here? I'm the owner. And they freak out. Like you're the owner. You were mm. me in the water. It's like yes. 
It's my business. Why should we be ashamed of that? So going viral is like a, is like a modern day. Um, it's a modern day crowd puller. You know, as soon as you make a name for yourself on social media, as soon as you start going viral, you can guarantee you're going to get more eyeballs. You're going to get more people mm-hmm. wanting to come down physically, etc. Back in the day mm. when I was growing up, it used to be Guinness World Records. You we're, know, we're different. Okay, <laughs> very close. You make me sound very old now. <laughs> you look so young. That's why. You know? was, you know. That's life. That's life on the beach. You You're see? white. That's different. I'm uh, different. But, you know? Sorry about that. <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah. I love it. You got to say it. Yeah. Guinness World Records used to be that. You know, if you yeah. saw a, if you saw a feature, you saw somebody with a Guinness World Record, you're like, oh, okay, interested. You've got both. You've got Guinness World Record. You've got Go and Go Viral as well. Is Guinness World Record still a crowd puller? Um, yes and no. Uh, it was a very interesting exercise because within the same month, I got the Guinness World Record, I got the Entrepreneur of the Year, a Mad Business of the Year, and the CEO of the Year, all in the same month. In the same month. In the same month. I just, I just felt, okay, what? It's about time for me to show who am I. Hmm. And literally, it's like the work has been done already. Like there's one, almost nine years of just nonstop, hardcore work. And so I said, let me just show you who am I. And then I got all the awards. And then that Guinness World Record, was the big pull so I just took the momentum and just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and it worked eventually mm. yeah. you strike me Ahmed it's been an absolute pleasure meeting you for the first time but you strike me as a guy who who loves life embraces life and loves his work as well is that is that part of the mantra is that part of the secret for me like I don't do things I don't enjoy I don't be around people I don't, I don't enjoy for me it's all about energy it's pure mm-hmm. energy and I I'm very in tune and very aligned so for me I always find my gut feeling if I don't want to be there, I don't do it. And for me, like, you know, a lot of times I'd be in a situation like, okay, it's a big bag of money. But then my intuition says this person is bad for you. Mm-hmm. And I leave it. And literally within weeks after, like, some big thing happened and that was a very big bad move. So for me, following that intuition and being, you know, my campus is my heart, mm-hmm. that was very powerful for me. So I, I continue from there. How much of this would you attribute, let's say, to mindset versus luck? I don't believe in luck. Mm-hmm. Doesn't exist. Very interesting. Yeah, what's luck? Mindset. Yeah, it's all perspective and mindset. Yeah. Like there was a 57 months of nursing a day off. That's not luck. Wow. So until you can do that, put that in, then you, you can't get what you get. Because people think it's just like straight line. It's Is not. this teachable, the mindset, the perseverance, the mm. resilience? Do you think that's coachable in I, a way? I, I think confidence is not uh, a personality trait. It's, more of a pers- uh, it's a skill set. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the willingness from going from a thought to an action. It's the willingness to try. It's yeah. the reputation with yourself and how much you can, if I'm saying I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it or not. So it's, it's very teachable. But the problem people are just too lazy and too scared. So I'm curious and I'm sure... Tom would naturally ask this question. So if I may, hmm. what's next? Uh, I think uh, the next 12 months, I'm planning to do five, five more Guinness records and scale the business at least 700%. Wow. There's not enough water. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> Watch me. You'll, you'll create a new create seat. Water. <laughs> basically, yeah, that is one of the concepts, basically. It puts up on land. So, in, yeah. in the desert. Yeah, basically, yeah. That How is, did we guess? There you go. Well, no, I love it. It's I, a Dubai thing, right? I'm not yeah. going to second guess him, that's for yeah. sure. You know, so that's, after what the, achieved. that's the small milestone for the next 12 months. Question. You bring the fun. You know, you are Aquaman. You've, you've created the fun as well. When you come down to the beach, you bring fun with you as well. Um, you've just given us a little insight how to bottle that success and give it to other entrepreneurs who are looking to sort of set up, and etc. But how do you give that to your team as well? How do you create the team so that they continue that sort of legacy when you're not there? Um, two things. First, 
I, again, energy, because like, you know, you see how they are, uh, uh, the willingness for them to want to do things, number one, are they trustworthy? Because again, if they're trustworthy, then okay, you can, t- everything is, te- is teachable. Everything is teachable. Because again, because I managed to scale the business because I put systems and I put uh, belief and power for my team. So I've delegated everything. So like my, I almost get 95% of what I used to do before myself mm. is all given to my team. So I don't even micromanage anybody. Now, for them, now it becomes, it's their personal business now. So for them, they want to see it grow. They want to see it become bigger. And that's very powerful because like giving them the power and believing them, say, hey, try things. If you fail, you fail. It's okay. Because mm. for me, failing is, is the best way for us to become better. Mm. I love that. It's so good, isn't it? That is such a, a great leadership mentality. <laughs> I could talk to Ahmed all day long. You have um, time? I, I could talk to Ahmed all day long. But unfortunately, there's other, other shows that need to come in at some point <laughs> as well. Um, listen, let's try and wrap things up if we can. But, um, okay, let's, we've, we've bottled it. We've tapped into an element of your success. You're a, you're, a per, you're a people person as well. And that's something I think that really comes through. For those out there, for those going and knocking on the door at Virtue Zone, for those listening into the show at the moment who are you know, well, like you were many years ago, sat in a job going, I, I could do more. I've got an idea. I want to sort of push through as well. For those thinking that they want to take their idea viral, what's your advice to them? Stop thinking and start doing. Really? I mean, why are you overthinking it? Because that's the whole thing. We, we get to this thing called uh, par- uh, analyst paralysis. Yes. You overanalyze things. Because we wanna, the problem with, with us, we try to control the results and outcomes. And you can't. You only can control one thing, your part of the work and putting the effort in and then the results will come eventually if it's good amazing if it's bad you learn you become better and you become you, you know more about it because you know you can read about swimming for four years and throw in the water you're gonna drown go in and try that's how you're gonna learn mm. that's basically it really you gotta jump in the deep end exactly <laughs> if you drown hey don't drown. get eaten by the sharks as yeah, well exactly. yeah? yeah fish food <laughs> <laughs> Ahmed, uh, listen, uh, let's talk Aquafun. Um, when are you open? How do people find out more? Uh, if, if somebody has not been to Aquafun... Shame on you. Shame on your people. Where do they I'm find you? you basically. I know, you don't, know don't worry yeah. about that. I've driven enough... <laughs> and you, Danny. I've driven my children down there enough times, that's for sure. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, so just remind people where Aquafun is. So we locate on JBR Beach. You can't miss us. Yeah. We're the biggest thing and the only thing in the water. Uh, we open every day from nine in the morning till sunset. Um, it's an amazing experience. It's like it's fun under the sun, basically. Uh, it burns calories, so an hour there will burn seven hundred to thirteen hundred calories. <laughs> so it's a okay. good thing to do. Sold. Here you go. Uh, and again, we create an environment for you to go crazy yeah. and be safe. You know, and the best thing about you know everybody of us can have a different experience. So your kids from six years plus they can have a different experience than you. And it's a good way to have like just like because you will never be able to be able to do it. You yeah. fall a lot. Just turn up or do you recommend to book in advance? You can do either. either Capacity is 1,000 people at the same time. So we have space all the time, which is good. But you can book online or you can just come to the beach, turn up, hi, I want to go in, sign, pay and go in. And, if you and go, the ticket is the whole day. And it's the whole day, is it? Yes, you can, go, you can come in the morning and use that for the whole day, in, out, in, out, in, out. It's amazing. It is amazing. It's, it, it, yeah, I, I am shamed that I have not been on on, on the into the park itself. My all three of my Both kids of have it as well. Uh, we'll go together. Denise and I will yeah. make it a pack. If you follow us on Instagram, stay tuned for our stories. <laughs> Listen, in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, we'll see about that. No, yeah, yeah. she's 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 laying out some <laughs> promises out there. Oh, that's for sure. It's, huh? it's on radio. It's official. <laughs> we have the comment done. Yeah. Ahmed, yeah. uh, thank you so much indeed. Thanks really kind of me. you. Thanks so much indeed for coming in and, course, and sharing yeah. your, your energy with us. It, 
is. It is. It's infective. That's what it is. So That's thank you so much yeah. indeed. Yeah. You are, you're a great, good man. Bless you. Thanks so much indeed. You. Uh, right, we are going to take a short break. That was, of course, Ben Bensheva, the CEO and the founder of Aquafun. ABC in the house with us here today. This is Starting Up with Tom Urquhart and Virtue Zone. Business set up with no regrets. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Indeed, Denise Alexei is alongside me, marketing manager at Virtue Zone. All well? All well and very, very excited Good to speak it. to our next guest. Aren't we just? Yes, we have got uh, a phenomenon with us here in studio, a force of nature, if you like. Why? Well, question first up. Uh, what do Kardashian, Cyrus, Bieber, Chopra, some pretty influential surnames, what do they all have in common? Well, they've got another surname in common. They have all worked with our next guest, who claims he could basically make anybody famous out there. And he's here to tell us how you can make your business famous too. He's celebrity media strategist and the CEO of the, and founder of the award-winning fame company. He is Mr. Hassan, Shiraz Hassan. Good to see you, Shiraz, as always. Yeah, lovely to be here. Great to have you on board. First and foremost, listen, I've got questions coming through already. Keep coming 4001 if you're on the old-fashioned text message. You can WhatsApp us direct as well, 04871 Let's get the congrats out of the way. Best <laughs> Media Communications Company at the Virtue Zone Awards 2023. They can keep the Oscars, can't they? Yeah, of course. Forget the Oscars. Forget the Gammies, <laughs> brother. It's about Virtue Zone. You know, at the end of the day, listen... You know, you want to become famous, but at the end, you will need a business, right? Yeah. yeah. So all roads lead back to Virtue Zone. Speaking yeah. of awards, uh, you're collecting awards left and right. We were at the Enterprise Agility Awards last night. Virtue Zone won the um, Corporate Service Provider of the Year. And I also saw you winning, and I was very happy to see uh, to see your success growing on and on. Yeah, thank God. You know, making some moves right now in the Middle East. You know, yeah. so it's, it's nice. Listen, everyone wants to tap into your secrets to fame at the moment. That is just something that is human nature, uh, for people out there but i want to sort of get a little bit deeper that i want to get to the why if we can why why do and again i mentioned a little bit earlier on personal to business personal to corporate if you like why do businesses specifically these days need need branding why do they need to pay more attention to public relations than ever before surely you know your 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 achievements speak for themselves don't they yeah so i let's break down for me, what does fame mean? It means trust. Mm-hmm. Okay? So if you're a CEO, if you're a business, the more out there you are, the more branded you are, the more you're visible on social media, it means you're starting to be trusted. Okay? If you're not out there, if I can't find you, if you don't have a pulse on social media, if I Google your name and nothing comes up, and you're claiming all of these different claims – Really, you have to think is there's so much competition out there today, right, with Mm -hmm. social media and online and businesses and so forth. How do I stand out? How do I stand out? I've got to go loud. I've got to speak. I've got to communicate with my customers. I've got to do many things today, not on one social media channel. You've got six now or ten to feed content to, which all have different audiences. So the more a business owner or a uh, CEO is out there on those platforms, the more business they're going to close, Mm. the more products they're going to sell. It's very simple. If you're out of sight, out of mind, you know, you've got to be out there. You know, if there's any real estate person, plastic surgeon, doctor, accountant, lawyer, if anyone ever says to me, you know, business is slow, 
I don't believe that. Mm. Absolutely not. When anyone ever, the number one question I get is, Shiraz, please, can you help me make, get me famous? You know? And my question back to them is, you know, what are you doing on a daily basis consistently to fuel your fame, to be out there you know, to your consumers, to your customers? And the challenge is people are not doing it. They're just saying, oh, customers will come. No, build it and they will come. Those days are gone, mm. mm-hmm. right? You have to consistently stay on the edge. It's no point having diamond chandeliers, crystals and beautiful flooring and all of this glam, glam, glam. And there's, it's a ghost town. There's no customers. No, you'd rather spend a piece of that money on media, marketing, social media, communicating with people, letting people trust you that I'm going to buy your product, I'm going to spend money with you, or I'm going to drop 50, 100, 200 million dollars on a property or a house, then I hope you exist online. Mm. I hope there's great reviews. I hope there's a lot of people talking about you. So businesses today, your reflection of your sales, and, and I'll give this example to you right now, of your bank account is based upon your branding. I have a client that I brought here in 2018, Logan Paul. Mm. Okay, I've worked with him for many years. About eight, nine years I've worked with both him and Jake. And they, he's been ups and downs in his career, but the one thing that he does, and we've taught him from the beginning in all of the talent that I work with, consistency. Keep promoting. Keep out there. Keep your now, non-stop content, non-stop content. Today, you're talking about a guy who's under 30 years old, Okay, he is officially a multi-billionaire today because of his drink Prime. Mm. And when I worked with him, this guy was a YouTuber. Mm. Okay, trying to climb up the ladder in Los Angeles to make a name for himself. What does that show you? He didn't advertise at the beginning. Okay, he didn't have the big crazy budgets like Red Bull and all the other brands had. What he did have is we had an audience. He fed content on a consistent basis. Do you know Logan Paul, on the beginning of his career for the first, I'd say, four to five years, he never took a day off on posting on YouTube. Mm. Not, well, not one day off. Every single day he's posting content. Now, today, he is the sponsor of some of the biggest, you know, from UFC. He's sponsoring, you know, the, uh, the LA Dodgers and, yeah. and the, you know, this Arsenal. I mean, they, they're just spending crazy money. Why? Because just, they just announced maybe a week ago they sold their billionth bottle of Prime. How was that done? Consistent social media. And this is someone who I've worked with that couldn't pay his rent, mm. right? Yeah. He didn't have a big following, a big backing or you know, family support, bank loans. And I also saw him at the top of his career when we brought him to Dubai and shut down the Dubai Mall. Uh, one month later, I saw him at the bottom of his career when he made one wrong move mm-hmm. and made a suicide video in Japan, destroyed his career, demonetized off all platforms, about to get his house repossessed. And I saw that moment. I worked with him and his uh, manager, Jeffrey, every single day to build him back up to the Iron Man he is today. Mm. Okay? So you need to be surrounded by the right people, even if there's ups and downs. But I don't want to ever hear someone who tells me, oh, it's slow. Yeah. Oh, I'm not selling enough. Slow doesn't, doesn't it, register in your dictionary. It, it bounces off. Bounces off. Listen, Shiraz, stay with us because we've got loads of questions coming through. We want to dive a little bit further into your, uh, into your philosophy as well in a few moments' time. You're 
listening to Starting Up with Tom Urquhart and Virtue Zone. Business setup with no regrets on Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah, starting up is your go-to for starting your business, your new business, your dream venture, whatever it might be. Do reach out to the Virtue Zone team. Just search online, find Virtue Zone. Head on down towards the uh, Souk uh, Al Bahar. Is Al Bahar. Souk yes. Al Bahar. Go and say hi to the team because obviously uh, they do good coffee. Coffee and the doors are always open. Uh, Denise or Alexi is the marketing manager at Virtue Zone. She's alongside us. And our special guest this hour is the celebrity media strategist, the CEO and the founder of Fame, Shiraz Hassan, is still with us. So loads of questions coming through for, for you, Shiraz, to hear this, uh, this afternoon. Let's get to a couple of them, bringing them together. Um, old adage used to be, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Uh, publicity was meant to be good regardless. Is that still the case today? So there are limits, okay? You know, first of all, if you're not ready to be hated, you're not ready to be famous. So let's start there, okay? Some of my biggest clients today had the worst publicity. I'm talking about horrific, negative, like you have no idea. They're all billionaires today, Mm. okay? So you need it, okay? Now, I wouldn't be affected emotionally, Okay, this is a business. Someone has the, social media is full of trolls. Okay, so they they don't want to say nice things. They're going to say negative things. Okay, but there are boundaries. I still say someone, a guy that has been in the business for over two decades, there are certain things that you shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a, there is a line. Okay, if you want to become famous, I'm I'm all down controversy, scandal, gossip, drama. Spice it up a bit. Why not? Okay, because you're going to get the attention with a red line. There's certain things that I would advise my clients not to do okay, and stay within those boundaries. But if you don't have hate or if you don't have negativity, that means you don't have a reaction. Now, sometimes a negative comment could be a breakthrough in your business because a lot of business owners, you know, they put staff there. You know, they have a team out there. They're not there. They're just managing their money. They don't know. And, and, I, and I, I'm actually one of those guys that goes to a restaurant very regularly and if I'm not happy with the service, if I'm not happy with something in that restaurant, I actually ask for the manager or the owner because I care. Because I always tell them that you'd rather let me complain and be a repeat customer or be silent and never see my money again. Mm. Right? So sometimes negative comments are good because you can learn from your business. There are some things that you might not have optics for that what's going on in your business that negativity is coming from. It could be customer service. It could be an aggressive salesperson. It could be someone was rude or whatever that is. It'd be in a business. See it, address it, fix it, move on. And with the trolls, you know, if they're just just being negative for being negative, thank you. It's free media. (laughs) It didn't cost me a dollar. Free engagement. And, and, and And you're talking about me. But as long as your service is outstanding and adds value, as long as your product is amazing, whatever that is, and all you're doing is the sake for the customer's needs, then who cares what people are talking about? Because mm. customer's king, right? Mm. Yeah. Whoever holds the, the dollar bill or the Durham bill uh, out here in Dubai, you should worship that customer. Mm. You know, business are ups and downs. But if you add value to your client, he is coming back. He is going to come back and he's going to spend more money with you. So don't ever fear from negativity mm. at all. Not at all. If anyone comes negative, no problem. Let them. Yeah, let them go. Keep let going. Keep talking. Bored, you know. <laughs> go get a life. Let them do it. Let them fuel it. I know Kim. Kim Kardashian became a billionaire on trolls. Mm. Logan Paul became a billionaire 
on hate. It wasn't the positive comments that made them rich. Mm. Okay, yeah. it was all the heat, the mm-hmm. controversy, the poking, and this that kind of stuff, and it works. You know, just like I said, there is a line. Don't cross that line. But when it's a personal brand and a business, is that is is the line? They're one of the same now. Come on, man. Are Elon they? Musk does anything; it's going to affect his stock on True. Tesla. Yeah. Okay, on anything. Any CEO today that makes one mistake, it's going to affect your business. So, as a CEO, is that what you, with your clients and CEO clients, mm. do you advise them of that? There's gone are the days where you have your personal account and your business account mm. or whatever. That- right, right now, it's, it's actually a funny story. Since I've been here now, based in Dubai. Most of my clients are CEOs, are entrepreneurs. And, oh, my God, I have to guide them because I'm using two decades of knowledge and they don't understand media. You know, there was one incident very recently, uh, uh, CEO, big guy, okay, in Dubai, very successful, big money, everything. And he's my client. You know, I'm on a retainer with him and I have upside with him. It's a good business deal with him. And we were out and I basically said to him, okay, here's the rules. Okay, right now... You're partying, you're doing what you're doing and everything. Do you know there's two people in that restaurant right now that are filming you saying things and doing things that you have absolutely no idea that you're being filmed? And I went to that person, grabbed their camera, deleted the pictures, and literally I said, the the guy told me, he said, you've saved me billions of dollars. Mm. Because if that video would have come out or if someone would have seen it, it would have destroyed my empire. So I make sure that when I'm talking to a business owner i'm making sure i put boundaries because they are the business you know they're feeding thousands millions of employees and people around you there are rules when you're a successful business owner you have to protect yourself you need to make sure that everything's going good you've got to know about fame you've got to control your identity you've got to control what people are talking about you in the news you know you have to be on top of this because if you don't someone else is going to give their opinion and that could destroy your business Mm. If you're not managing your online profile, someone else is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, it's the competitors. So your competitor is going to look and say, oh, my God, this guy has absolutely no clue what he's doing in the media or online. I'm going to hire a company and I'm going to bombard this guy with negative media. And the guy's going to wake up in the morning and it's going to be all negative news that came from his competitor. So CEOs today, you are the business. You are the brand. People are... I can tell you I've worked with some of the biggest CEOs globally, especially being based in California and Hollywood, right? And that, this is the measurements I put in mm. to make sure that I'm an insurance policy to make sure that your valuation of your business is going up, your sales are going up, everything else is clean, squeaky clean about what you're doing, and I'm controlling your narrative. I do not let anyone else control my uh, client's narrative ever. We are – running out of time. Denise, any final questions or final thoughts that you'd like to ask? Um, yeah, I'm just curious for starting, you know, startups and fresh entrepreneurs, is there any advice that you'd give them um, on how to start the online media? Well, that was going to be one of my final questions as well. So maybe we can combine it <laughs> yeah. as well. Because the way I was going to put it is, yeah, on the back of what Denise is saying is, and, 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 and your experiences here, compare Hollywood to Dubai, are entrepreneurs the new influencers? Entrepreneurs are new celebrities. Mm. It's very simple. Okay, today you're a business, and I can give you one example. Okay, I went to a Hollywood function a couple of years back, and every A-list star was there. A-list, every A-list and imagine, right? It was there. The Google founders walked in, and everyone was focusing on <laughs> the Google founders, right? Yeah. People in the tech space now, you look at uh, mm. you know, all the AI companies and all the stuff that's going on. These new CEOs are the rock stars, yeah. right? Yeah. People are looking at them. But one advice I will give anyone who is listening today that whether you're a business owner 
whether you're a brand or whether you're an employee for a company and you want to make more money. It's a very simple advice I want to give you. From this moment onwards, I want you to type your name into Google. I want you to put your name into social media and I want you to spend at least one hour a day on your personal brand. Just one hour a day. Make it better, more press, better photographs. The last thing I want to do is search for you and it's another person's face. Hmm. I search for you, it's someone else's social media. Spend one hour a day on your business or as an employee or as a brand and just focus on your what are people talking about or what do people see on Google. Fix that on a daily basis. Fix that on your social media and I will guarantee you, you are going to make more money. Not only are you going to make more money, that's how soulmates are found, my brother. Because <laughs> if you meet someone in a bar, she's going to Google your yes. name. <laughs> and so lasting relationships are found these days. Absolutely. Sure. It's all about business, brother. You want some love, right? <laughs> Listen, um, we could talk for hours. We, could, we, we have talked for hours in the past, but we could talk for a lot longer. Unfortunately, time is against us. If, if people have had their interest peaked here, uh, Sharon, if people want to find out more, I mean, how do they find out more about fame? So the best thing is follow my personal Instagram. Yeah. You know, everything I speak, I do. I will never teach unless I do it myself. And that's at Shiraz, S-H-E-E-R-A-Z. Website is famebyshiraz.com. And I even do calls with people. You know, I spend time every week. I do free calls, 15-minute calls just to meet people, get to know people, see what they're talking about. And wherever I can guide and help and be that shining light, I'll do it. You know, I've been very blessed over two decades of having this knowledge. And the more case studies I get, the better. And my mission right now, actually, being in Dubai right now, is honestly, is I want to make entrepreneurs famous, brother. It's their time. Yeah. They're, the, they're, the, they're the new rock stars. I don't deny. I reckon you. I reckon. I reckon it's going to happen. It's, de- it's happening already, as you say, and you're helping that uh, process at the moment. You put the fun in fame, that's for sure. Thanks so much indeed for being with us, and oh. thanks for opening up to us as well. Oh, thanks for having me. Listen, uh, do reach out to Shiraz Shiraz Hassan, celebrity media strategist, CEO, founder of Fame. This is starting up with Tom Urquhart and Virtue Zone. Business set up with no regrets on Dubai I one hundred three point eight. Yeah, and I'm alongside the Insta-famous Denise Alexei, marketing manager at Virtue Zone. Yes, she has a day job, but she is, as we mentioned, something of a, uh, well, a, a power of nature uh, on all things social. 247K, a 1,000, that is, on Insta, almost a million on TikTok at the moment. Um, a very different digital persona uh, mm-hmm. than uh, your day-to-day, which is great as well. And I think, yeah. that, you know, that beauty of having those two sides as well. I'm going to ask you to put your Virtue Zone hat on, though, okay? Yes. Rather than your Denise Alexei. <laughs> hat on. Uh, to answer this question, a load of questions coming through for VZ. Here's, here's one. Uh, Anushka asks, I have a small jewellery business. I'm doing okay on socials, but want to accelerate its growth. I'm thinking of working with influencers, but literally have no idea how to start. Mm-hmm. Any tips? Yes. So I always... Well, as an influencer myself, but also as being in the back end and, and working with influencers from Virtue Zone, um, especially when you're small and you don't have a lot of budget, just go for the, the middle middle influencers you know not the super large ones and just offer them free service and don't say i want you to post just hey here's some jewelry i would love for you to try it and give me some feedback and nine out of ten times they'll be happy to just post it on their story and say you know something nice about your your product and that is one cheap and effective way of working with influencers and just be genuine be nice and genuinely gift some of those 
um, items to them. Mm. And like I said, nine out of 10 will post about it. The 10th one might give you a little bit of feedback and that's great for your business because you can take that and work on your product. And other things that I always swear by is having content pillar. So don't just post, uh, buy my product, buy my product. Have uh, different pillars of things that are aesthetic, entertaining, offer value and also promote your product. And as long as you have that diversity and work with those influencers, you should be fine. Start small, keep building as well. Denisa, we can't thank you enough. Thank you very much indeed to you and all the team at VirtuZone. Big thanks, Denisa, for joining us live. Remember, uh, if we didn't answer your questions, we apologise. It's only an hour. We squeeze so much in, but worry not. VirtuZone are on air 24-7. So big thanks to Denisa. We hope uh, everyone out there has learned something today. We're going to do it all again next week. It's going to be the final show of 2023 next week. So we're going to go out with a bang. Um, Right, that's it from us. Uh, Do join us next Thursday for another edition of Starting Up with VirtuZone. Until then, have yourself a lovely week.